Hello and welcome to the Greg Alberson Podcast, your one-stop shop for gaming news and reviews. How are you today, Liam? I'm good, how are you? I'm pretty good. That was the shock I was actually promising you. Uh... It wasn't the sync up. It was just randomly starting off without you being ready. So today... We have one main topic, which is vast. It, it's much more important than anything else that we've ever spoken about before. What is and it? that is chivalry, deadliest warrior. Oh. oh. We also have, before Garbit goes ranting off into this sunset, we also have The, the Elder Scrolls Online and The Sims 4. So now you can go off into the chivalry round. Okay, so as like everyone should know uh, Deadliest Warrior is a show by Spike TV and it is possibly one of the greatest kind of warrior versus warrior simulation TV shows ever created it's 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 also it, the worst and it's also the only one that exists no 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 it, it is the best I'm pretty sure there's probably another one <laughs> probably there has to be but basically what they do is they pick two soldiers from various parts of history. On the website, their example at the moment is uh, Spartans versus Samurais. Uh, more so to be it, unlocked. It's, it's basically like that. In the TV show, they test weapons from each of the thing, each like soldier and do all that bullshit. Then they run all of the data for a piece of software made by some like fat mustache guy. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so there is already a Deadliest Warrior game. I mean, it's I will... Well, you've never played it, so how do you know? Well, I've heard it's crap. I, I won't, when well, you we can't were say looking... it's You've never played it, Liam. Oh. So don't criticise something you've never done. There you go. <laughs> don't anyway, be such a anyway, Deadliest Warrior fanboy. There's going to be a new Deadliest Warrior game, but this time they are working with Torn Banner Studios to make Chivalry Deadliest Warrior. Is this and you, an expansion? You know that Chivalry is one of my favourite games. No, it's a whole new game, I think. Oh. I think it's a whole new game. There really, really isn't much information right no, now. So far, we've only had a trailer which shows Spartans, which was awesome. Spartans versus Samurai. Um, and there's four other characters yet to be shown off, which you can now vote to see who, who will be first to be shown off. If you vote Samurai, then there'll be another group shown off. Yeah, it looks like they're different games. And if you vote Spartan, then some other group will be shown off, shown off and something like that. Anyway... I'm not um, sure how well this is going to go for Torn Banner, to be honest. Because <laughs> in reality, I know that Deadliest Warrior wasn't very popular. Because it wasn't actually that good. It was more funny than anything. Because their tests were so fucking stupid. You watched the whole series in a week. I, I watched every single series. There was in a like week. three. It was in more than a week. It was like two weeks. <laughs> I got a lot of free time. Screw I've done all my coursework. Who cares? Definitely oh, yeah, well, It was Christmas. There you go. And, um, anyway. So, this probably won't follow the same way the show did. As in, we'll do a bunch of experiments. This just looks like it's going to get no, to the it's final gonna be, It's going to be chivalry, but the two factions are going to be different. It's not going to be like Agatha versus whatever, Mordor or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> is, is it just me, or does this fight seem... More, um, more biased to the samurai because I don't. I I'm not a Spartan, so I wouldn't know. But I would say a long katana would be easily able to cut through wood if used. Um, yeah, well, samurai swords are meant to be like some of the sharpest, like ever things. They used to test like proper Japanese swords by cutting people in half of them because in Japan criminals, if they committed a crime that was like bad enough, they would be executed by being chopped in half. So they would hang people up by their hands in lines and sl like in one swing slice through them. And I think like one of the f most recorded bodies was like five with one swing. So like a sword getting through five bodies with one swing. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're pretty powerful swords. And they could probably cut through that man's arm easily. Those ma yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then the Spartans were meant to be ridiculous as well. Not as ridiculous as the film we... 300, but... Yeah. <laughs> nowhere near as ridiculous as that, but... I mean, well, their they're shields aren't just made of wood. They've got, like, metal plating. Yeah, bronze. So. Like... Yeah. yeah. It's kind of... 
this game stupid. Is, this game is going to be stupid. This game, yeah, hilarious. game's going to be stupid and probably buggy, knowing um, yeah, but, Tom yeah, Banner's transfer. Yeah, but Chivalry was still amazing. Yeah. You you can't say that it wasn't, considering how much time you played on it. Well, the only reason I played so much of it, because I played it a lot with you, I don't yeah. think I would have much fun playing it with, uh, with other people, random people online. I think it's yeah, the same with... Yeah, I mean... I, I don't know, because I enjoy playing it on my own. And... It was... It's a fun game. I mean, you've got you've got thirty hours on it, Liam. Do I? Yeah, we well, got twenty nine point nine hours. Jesus. I've got like over ten more hours than you on it. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we really do have too much free time on our hands. Oh, we won't soon. Don't worry. Uh, but anyway, um, there isn't much information, and they won't be for probably not some time. This won't be out for a while. No, there isn't a release date. It just says coming soon. Um, but I think this is using the complete same engine. In fact, if I didn't know better, this probably would have been a DLC pack if it wasn't had the Deadliest Warrior name strewn on there. It's kind of hilarious. Hmm. It's kind of weird that I, it kind of, the show from what I, I heard kind of died on its feet and then everyone kind of forgot about it. And it's been like a, two years? Yeah, something like that. In quite you, a while. Two years since the last... Well, it just got worse and worse and worse. They started to do stuff like vampires versus zombies. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? They're not real warriors. <laughs> I want facts and nothing else. This has actually been developed by two develop two development studios. Three really? development studios, apart from... Yeah, Tom Banner, Spike Games, which I don't know if that's a publisher or developer. And they're and, probably just funding it. Yeah, and for... And three, four, five games. Uh, maybe they're just supplying stuff. Yeah. Like supplying assets and things. Oh, they're, they're just a basic um, in-house development for Spike. Uh, yeah, this is just going to be like putting their name on it. Mm. I doubt that. Because like, this game looks very, very, very similar to the chivalry with different models. Yeah. I, but it's still going to be hilarious. Also, so, yeah, I, I I just remembered Gamescom is like is Gamescom over now or is it just yep. starting? It's over. Oh, it's over. And it's over now. And there's never much news from Gamescom, so no. you, there's it, never much news. You you just have to be there and experience it. And for any gaming press, it's probably the most boring event of the year. It's the best event. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. I uh, just yeah, walk but... around with like loads of sweaty fat people. Uh and you what? end up like really tired and in pain. That just it's sounds the like... best event. I I I can we move on? Uh well we gotta tell people what's going on. Wow, there are now a hundred confirmed PS4 games. Yeah. Oh bring you the news as it comes. What what Shall we move on to now? Shall we move on to the Elder Scrolls? Or shall we move on to The Sins? Elder Scrolls is more entertaining to me. Let's do that. Okay. This is probably, this is the second time we've ranted on Elder Scrolls in a row. Well, I think it's the third time. Really? We had three episodes in a row where we've ranted on Elder Scrolls? Not in a row, but oh, like yeah. the three episodes where we've spoken about it. It's not really yeah. ranting. It's just kind of our dislike for the yeah. game. Because it looks fucking terrible. Well... I kind of worked out why... Well, I'll t- tell you the news. Um, the news is that Elder Scrolls is going to be using a subscription-based model and item store like seen in WoW. Um, there isn't an item store in WoW, Liam. I tried to tell you this. Well, where's the item store from? You don't buy anything in-game in World of Warcraft like that. Well, not yet, anyway. Oh. This, this thing in Elder Scrolls is... It's translated from German with Google Translate, so it's pretty terrible. It seems like it's going to be vanity items, so kind of maybe pets and things like that. And you can buy stuff like that for World of Warcraft, but it isn't from an in-game like store. You have to go onto the website to buy it. There's nothing like that in-game at the moment for World of Warcraft, but okay. they're, going to be, they're going to be doing that. Soon. Well, <laughs> the big news here is the subscription-based. I'll get to the um, item shop yeah, later. $12.99 Euro Don't like, a month. Y- First of all, you pay... Well, if, for a PC person, you pay um, £40 for the base model, for the base game, and then €12 Euros a month for the subscription-based. But if 
you're a console player, you pay forty pounds for the base game. You pay fifteen, uh, twelve euros for the um, subscription base. Also, you pay how much it would be for Xbox Live and um, PS Plus, PlayStation Plus. PS? Do you have to pay for P- PlayStation Plus, or is it just done for PSN? Uh, it's PlayStation Plus for all the PS4, but you don't have to pay for PS3. I don't think. Well, you never. Yeah. You could pay on the PS3. Well, they're doing. They're changing it. Plus. They're changing it for PS4 now, so you have to pay for online for PlayStation 4. Ah, uh, well, I don't really care. I'm not going to own either of those consoles. But yeah, this is kind of stupid. My advice to anyone looking at Elder Scrolls Online is play Skyrim a little bit, then play some Oblivion, and then get your ass onto World of Warcraft because the game costs like for the game and the first expansion costs less than a tenner. Then you pay less than a tenner a month, and there's going to be more content because it's an older game. Yeah, it's, it's higher fidelity. It's had more work on it. It's probably better quality. There's going to be more fun involved. There's a lot more people playing. You know, there's just a lot more stuff to do. So yeah, there you go. There's I've the seen, answer. <laughs> I, I've seen people online say that this game is made for consoles more than it is for um PC for PC. And I'm thinking to that myself, just sounds like that just sounds like Final Fantasy Online. It, it sounds... 14 online was that 14 online? Yeah, 14 that, online. That terrible joke of a game. Well, they're really they're, re- they're re-releasing pay it now. for new character slots. They're re-releasing the game now. They completely went back to the drawing board with it and now they've just come out with a new revamped version uh, in a few months time, I think. Anyway, that was terrible. I paid a tenner for that and I really regretted it. And if this is another thing that's designed for consoles and they do it in the same way, then screw them. It's going to be awful. I I I think I, I don't understand where these people are coming from when it says it's built for consoles when WoW can basically play on anything nowadays. Yeah, well, it can only really play on a computer, can't it? Yeah, but it can, well, it can play on a computer, but any computer, really. Can you think of what's the minimum specs for WoW? Oh, you, well, you can play on any computer. I don't understand what you're saying, though. There's, what does well, that why, mean why consoles? don't... Why, why, well, if, if it's made for consoles, why don't the people who want to play a MMO go to a PC where WoW can play on anything if they're looking well, yeah. for... Well, that, that's it's, the answer to most of these things. Yeah, it's just only because... Play World of Warcraft because it's, it's, like, the most populated MMO. That's another thing about a lot of modern MMOs. Like, you know, a lot of games have, like, character limits of how many you can make. Hmm. I was playing Neverwinter and, of course, Elder, not Elder Scrolls, um, Final Fantasy XIV Online. They yeah. both have, like, stupid character limits, and, of course, in Final Fantasy, you had to pay to add more characters. I don't know if it's going to be like that now. I think the character... I think, yeah, you had to pay to get more character things in Neverwinter as well. I wasn't sure if it was real money, though, or if it was in-game currency. But World of Warcraft, you can have 50 characters. There you We've- go. That's it. Is that the <laughs> vanilla game, though, without no expansions? No, no, no. That's, like, up... If you have missed... It, it's just whatever... However many expansions you've got. You can have 50 characters. It's never increased. But 50 characters, opposed to, like, two or three. Yeah. I don't know how many... That's across any single server. You don't have to, like, have a certain amount on each server. We can have up to, like, 11 on each server, I think. I can't... I don't know how many character starts there are in um, Elder Scrolls, but really, this game is seeming to be a big disaster. Well, anyone... They just keep focusing on it. Every time I've seen an interview, they just keep talking about the same thing where, oh, there's intelligent AI. No MMO has intelligent AI. It's impossible for an MMO to have, like, truly intelligent AI because it just doesn't work. It doesn't work, and the game that is going to have it is uh, is going to be... Well, it's most likely to have it is probably going to be um, EverQuest, which hasn't come yeah. out yet. And this yeah. this game doesn't look like it's made on a highly advanced engine. Well, not that I know of technical-wise. Elder Scrolls Online could be amazing, but... (laughs) This is what I used to say, isn't it? It could be good, but I doubt it will be. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) used to say that, but... No. But then I'm not a massive fan of Elder Scrolls anyway. I find them Uh. boring and long and so... Kind of... Oh, look, we wrote this quest for... Every, nearly every single quest is like, go collect ten boar asses in Elder Scrolls. A single-player game... It's meant it's... to be an RPG. How's that role playing? I How think... many adventurers do you think in a magical world would go out and go like collecting asses or flowers or climb to the top of the mountain and activate a shrine? What is this? I don't know. King Arthur was looking for the Holy Grail. 
Yeah, that's the fucking Holy Grail, though. Not like a fucking sword that can't do shit because you can get a better one really easily. Uh, Stupid fucking games. The problem with Elder Scrolls with me is I think its limitations are based on the engine with its crappy um, animations and there isn't really a time to really tell a story without the camera being fixed on the player. There is, like, no time for, like, the players to, like, walk along talking to the characters like you would in a normal conversation. That's which breaks immersion if you try to do that. It's all running around rushy-rushy, isn't it? Yeah. It's either it's... you're standing stock still for a five-minute conversation which gets boring after two, or... Yeah. or well, you it's just... like, you get really important quest text, which is, like, two paragraphs long, and that's mm. it. And that's like, yeah, now you're meant to know the law. <laughs> yeah. God. And then, or you could read five five books in a library, which really, when it when law comes down to reading books to know most of the world and not through what you're seeing and what what's actually happening in the it's world. It's an RPG. It's meant to be about the story. And but the <laughs> yeah, and the story's told most of the time in really poor ways. For you might as well medium. just go out and buy fucking Lord of the Rings. I think Lord actually Lord of the Rings is better. So, but no, I mean, like you're gonna get more story out of that, yeah. and you're gonna get it quicker and well, the, cheaper. The problem, <laughs> the problem is that the game is meant to. We're in an interactive medium where you have hundreds of hours you could spend if the game was thought out and and actually designed for this. The problem with Elder Scrolls and any of the engine, any of the Game Bro engine games, is it limits the way the game can be made. By having the quests so shittily activated and played through, because you're gonna be having to st- be stuck looking at this character if you want any kind of good story to be told, because stories take time to develop, surprisingly. And being that the game, the game bro engine cannot tell stories very well when the player is actually moving around an area, it's kind of a, it's kind of fallen under harsh times. Once there's other better RPGs like probably the Witch the Witcher and other PC RPGs and even console RPGs. It's just the technology has is just really shoddily put together. Well that's what my opinion is anyway. You know what the most annoying thing is about Elder Scrolls and what? and games like Fallout? Well they're so fucking addictive, but you know it's boring. You know what you're doing isn't actually that fun, but it's like, I've got to get the next thing, I've got to get the next thing. For no reason. It's like you're punishing yourself. And I've seen this happen. I've seen people, like, get stupidly into it for no reason. I mean, fuck, one of our friends took a day off school just to play Skyrim. Yeah. And I... <laughs> he was like, I'm ill, I'm ill. He wasn't ill, he was playing Skyrim. I didn't even get it till a few months afterwards. And I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna just, like, use the console... And I... fucking make myself level 9001 and piss about, because that's the only thing that's worth doing in that game. The only reason I played um, The Elder Scrolls Online at midnight launch was to win a bet. That's the only reason I played it at launch. Don't you mean just Skyrim? Yeah. You said Elder Scrolls Online? Oh, sorry. Uh, the, only I reason I played Skyrim... anyway. the only reason I played Skyrim at midnight launch was to win a bet. And I won it! Um, but I, I would say that the original Fallout games are... Much better RPGs. Oh yeah, but it's still the same sort of thing, and mm. uh, it, it, at least they do have story because they've got like proper cutscenes and things. They have proper cutscenes, and the gameplay is much more challenge, it, yeah. strategy, and challenging. And a proper RPG, you actually tell a story yeah. through it the isn't, world. It isn't like you can do a hundred quests that are like in one town that have nothing to do with any storyline. Mm. It's literally going around to random people who like they just closed the developer's eyes and got them to circle a random group of letters to make a name, and then they're like, Oh, this girl doesn't love me, go beat her up! Yeah. There are so many fucking love things. Why Why is this great, like, you could be a great mage, you can be a freaking archmage of a freaking mage college, but yeah, you're still helping people with relationship problems. Well, so, essentially, you're a psychologist with, like, freaking magic powers. Also, the thing about the problem with that is, like, everyone complains, like, I want to be the head of every guild. But in if it was actually a proper story, then that should be limited. I don't care. Well, the, well, if... the fact that, like, 
the guilds, a lot of the guilds are against each other, hmm. and things like that. It's like, well, you couldn't do that. Yeah, and even, like, you should say to the players, no, you can't have that because that wouldn't work. And if, yeah. if you actually try, there should be a way in the game that the game actually fights against this and in a story-telling way. And I mean, if you play the game enough, you literally can just do anything, as far as fighting is concerned. You can be, like, a mage, and then go at them with a sword, or a bow, or, like, mm. two daggers or something. Just doing mm. stuff like that. I mean, the the game has nearly no structure in leveling. That's another annoying thing. Stupid leveling in those games. I hope they change that. You're know, looking up to the yeah. sky and making freaking constellations. Well, even I mean, in the... They redesigned it from when in Oblivion where you would just sleep and you would level up. Yeah. I don't think those really work because I never got the sense in Oblivion and, and Skyrim that I was becoming a stronger character. No, it always it's, felt it's like, just like I was clicking. always yeah. I always felt like I was the strong character from the beginning. There was no progression from um, while well, you were begin bringing me as a prisoner and then became. Skyrim kind of fixed that a little bit because they made it much more varied in kind of like the areas. You could be walking through one area where there's low level stuff, make a wrong turning and get into an area where there's higher level stuff, but it still wasn't varied enough for it mm. to actually be a game where you're frightened to leave the paths and you want to explore but you have to prepare, which mm. a game like that, considering you're meant to be like a great adventurer and things... <laughs> It's just stupid. You might be dragonborn for gods. We, this was started off with us talking about Elder, Scro Ugh, Elder Scrolls having a um, subscription base. model, but that's not going to work either. So they yeah. shouldn't do that. I mean, the, the amount uh, of games that we've seen try to do this that have just gone free to play after a few months. Mm. If if I would, if anyone's getting this game, I would literally just leave it for a few months. Look at the numbers. I mean, it's not essential to play a game straight away, especially like an MMO, because you can always catch up. Mm. So I would just wait also, and see if it goes free to play so you don't waste any of your money. I would say when talking about the item store, whatever it's going to be, um, even if it's like customizable hordes or anything, I would say that World of Warcraft has a decade's worth of stuff you could probably buy at the same price. And whilst the item store in in um, online is probably going to be a lot less varied, the, the vanity items that you can get for World of Warcraft are literally like four pets and like a few mounts. There really isn't much because they, with Blizzard, they've always said the kind of real money transactions and stuff like that were kind of against the spirit of the game. That started to change like a few years ago where they brought out the first paid mount and things like that. And uh, it slowly changed and got it... worse and worse and worse. But there isn't actually much that you can buy. Everything, like all armor and stuff like that, most mounts, like there's a vast, more, like vastly more mounts that you can actually just earn in game. Mm. So unless you're like a massive collector, then you don't need to spend a penny because you can get a lot cooler looking stuff and there yeah. are other vanity stuff you can get while the warcraft through like referring people and things like that but this sounds like it it, it says like fun items it's really difficult because it's translated from german so it's it's saying like fun items which could be anything i mean the it, it could just be like fireworks or toys that you can get in game i mean they did that there's a toy shop in world of warcraft i i would say though that the problem with every mmo is that there's not enough, even with a law, well, you could even a law as big as the Elder Scrolls, which I'm not really into the law of Elder Scrolls. It doesn't really interest me. It just seems like another generic fancy, um, fancy um, genre that's built off Tolkien's world. But um, there won't there won't be enough items that the developers have built to compete with what how, what Blizzard have made over a decade. And you can't. Well, it's, no, it's like no developer eight, can. Eight years of items, yeah. Eight years, yeah, eight years of items, and no developer can do that. Even if you're trying to set up to make make this epic MMO, you won't be able to contest with Blizzard because they've been there longer and they know how to do it well. Well, yeah, this is they started this. They're the mm. ones that perfected it, and I mean, after eight years, people talk about WoW killers and oh, WoW's already dead. Yeah, they've still got like eight or nine million subscribers, and it's an eight-year-old game. Only... That doesn't sound very dead to me. That sounds like it's one of the popular, one of the most popular games of all time. They... <laughs> the only thing that can compete with WoW now are games, games that do not follow the genre that WoW 
or the the tropes that WoW have made. Stuff like El like EverQuest is doing. Um, yeah, but we don't know that for sure. Even no, like but... a lot of the stuff that EverQuest have done is just bollocks. So which one? I oh, fucking hell, they've made so many fucking games. <laughs> I I would say that the EverQuest seems like a more hardcore version of WoW, and I can see the appeal there. What to, do you mean um, by more hardcore? Well, the world. Well, the original one is much more less user friendly, and that could attract more people. More people who like, oh, this is really challenging in a in a massive world filled with millions of people. That's really fun to me. I I I'm not one. I'm not an MMO person at all, so I don't get the appeal of any of these MMOs. The only one that oh, but it, EverQuest, it's all fucking Sony, so it's <laughs> and it's all based on fucking microtransactions. Yeah, the original one wasn't, but still, yeah, the newer ones are. And I, I don't microtransactions. know. I know World of Warcraft will eventually go to microtransactions because mm. it's going to happen. But until that point, but I mean, they'll do it in, with World of Warcraft in such a way that you won't have to do it. It'll just be for lazy people. It, it's but like there are, there are some games that you have to do it. It's literally pay to win in a lot of games. Mm. The the games which I think transitions are done the best are, from what I heard, WoW and. From my experience, TF2. Yeah, TF2 was really good, but mm. I mean that's not really an MMO, is it? No, it's still a free. To, it's still a free to play game with microtransactions transactions done well. Like, um, I don't know any. You other... don't have to do it, do you? It's, no, it's not. There's no, no obligation. No, and I don't know. I don't know about Planet Side Two or any other. Planet Side Two's alright because you can still play the game and have fun without microtransactions. Mm. It's just that I. It's an in an MMO like an MMO like World of Warcraft or what mm. Elder Scrolls is going to be because Planet Side is different. It's going to be weird to have it. I mean, I've played so many fucking MMOs. I mean, I, the last one I played properly was um, Neverwinter, which honestly I don't like mm. because that's got fuck loads of microtransactions. I mean, these games they're made by companies that like the majority of the games they've made. Uh, like terrible MMOs that require microtransactions. Well, maybe not terrible MMOs, but not so popular MMOs. I guess EverQuest is probably quite popular, actually. Uh, would but... you say generic MMOs in the yeah, in EverQuest like... is EverQuest's I really, case? I really don't think EverQuest is going to be that different from from their other games. They what can they really change that much? I, that's going to be I so have, different. I have hope with the budget they have, and they're not doing what Blizzard. Blizzard were doing were like, oh, we're gonna add voice actors. This is a big thing. Not really. No. Well, it's, it's for- a big thing for a game like World of Warcraft. Well, yeah, voice. It's a big thing, but it's not something that's game changing in any way. It's not like oh, a no. WoW killer. Oh, you yeah, have voice acting. That's gonna kill WoW. It's not. <clears throat> no. But something like what EverQuest is doing, where they're paying the money towards actual gameplay, that seems intriguing. Could be done with a budget that probably EverQuest Next has. Hmm, yeah, I just don't see what they're actually going to do that's going to be so different. I mean, the destructible environments, that's a really cool idea. World of Warcraft's done that, not very well, but that's been done. Probably mm. will be like 20 million tons of war. With World of Warcraft, it is literally like sc- so scripted that it makes your nose bleed. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I like the idea of EverQuest, and mm. I can't wait to see it, but I don't think it's going it, to... I don't think a WoW killer exists. I think WoW's going to burn out itself. Yeah. Eventually. I, mean, I think WoW WoW's going to get replaced by Blizzard itself by probably Titan, and it's going to be down by Blizzard's choice. Yeah, well, they have the power to do it. They mm. can just be like, hey, look at this, World of Warcraft subscriber. You've been subscribed for like a year. Here you go. Have like four months free of Titan. Yeah. And essentially... That I mean, they can do what they want. They've got enough money. I mean, I believe they're actually still worth more than Valve. Yeah. Which is a scary thought. They've got money coming out of their butts. Now they've got more free reign over things. Yeah. Well, I I, I think MMOs would, are bound to make more than they than probably Valve would. It's. I think it's just the sheer amount of time that they've been doing it, mm. and and the popularity of other games like StarCraft yeah. and Warcraft and Diablo. Starcraft. 
Starcraft and um, Diablo have kind of fallen. Well, Starcraft hasn't. Diablo has. Well, Starcraft's yeah. still really popular. It's just that Blizzard don't give a shit about the esports. Mm. Well, they, they just heard... can't be bothered anymore. Yeah, I, I've heard from some people saying, yeah, Starcraft hasn't really evolved, and that's doesn't what makes it a game a good sequel to me. Well, that's what I've heard from forums and stuff on Reddit. Um, Diablo's the same. Diablo uh, was just a mistake. Yeah. Diablo wasn't great. I mean, I mean, they had loads of problems at launch as well. And Era 52? That's, that's something, actually. I'd forgotten about this. Um, the I think it's EA. Uh, one sec. Just carry on talking about, like, MMOs. Okay. Um, oh, well, I'll just, I'll just wrap up here with... Um, L-, L scrolls and then we'll move on. Um, so yeah, uh, you basically know what our thoughts are with Elder Scrolls and any basically any MMO of the last few years. Um, we don't think this is going to change anything, and we basically think this is just going to be a train wreck like every other MMO. I don't see this achieving that many. Well, really, I've Elder Scrolls is a huge franchise. It's just something I don't think is going to latch on the same with Star Wars, where it's like, you've got the appeal for a week, and then everyone finished everything, and then they just quit and went back to WoW. The same's going to happen here, probably. I don't see anything happening new. Um, and that's it. On the um, Elder Scrolls side, do you have the article up, Garb? For what? You were looking up for something, for EA. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um... EA have announced this thing they're doing called the Origin Great Game Guarantee, and this basically oh, means yeah. this is fucking uh, awesome. And I'll explain why I think this is amazing in a minute. Basically, what they're doing is they're saying you uh, may return EA full game downloads purchased on Origin for a full refund within 24 hours after the first launch of the game, within seven days from when you purchased it, or within the first seven days after the game's released if you pre-ordered it. So basically, if you buy a game and don't like it on Origin, you can refund it. Now, this is awesome, and I think this is really going to change EA, because think about what would have happened when SimCity was launched if this was in place. Hmm. They would have made nearly no money on that game, and so many would have been, like, refunded. So what this is going to do is... It's quality control. Yeah, it's going to force EA, they're forcing themselves to make good games. Hmm. So, I mean, they're forcing themselves to release good quality games, not hastily do them. Hmm. So, I... Is this the same for the games that aren't... EA published, because there's some games on Origin that aren't EA published. Not many, though. It says it's to do with Origin, so I assume so. Because okay. it says purchase... Well, yeah, it says... Oh, no, 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 EA full. So I, I think this is just EA okay. games. It might be more titles, but I'm not sure. I haven't read much on it because I haven't really had time. Because but... if, because I can't see any other publisher picking this up because that would be a logistics nightmare for Origin. But if if, like... EA can do this, mm. and they're willing to do it. Why can't webs? Well, why can't services like Steam and UPlay do it? Uh, because Steam, they are Valve, and if they wanted a refund, they would have to get agreement from Ubisoft or any other publisher, which may not want. I mean, they could try and give back their share of the cup, but getting the full refund this, back would be a well, problem. Well, this isn't. This is no why. According to certain people, Steam doesn't work like they sell... This This is only kind of like hearsay. This is according to people who actually know what they're talking about as well. Mm. Steam doesn't work like they will have the publisher behind them. And as they sell a game, the publisher will get that money and um, Steam will get their share. What apparently actually happens is Steam will buy a whole group of keys like a mm. massive pool of keys, and that's theirs. They yeah. then sell that. So the developer has their profit then. So with Steam, there would be no problem with this because if someone wanted a refund on the game, Steam could refund them and then take that key back and sell it on again. The publishers don't have to be involved in any way. Okay. As long um, as their licensing could agree with it, but they wouldn't lose out money at all. No. So it it's... If other companies can do this, and I mean, this is stupid. Think about what you can do, like, 
on Amazon and things like that, you can like order something and send it back really easily. Hmm. What's different between that and a game? There's no difference. It's still a product. It's still something you're spending money on. You still deserve customer service. And in fact, it, a... well, in fact, it's your right. In the UK, it's your right to be able to do things like that. With with Steam, you can give back games. I think you have you can get a refund back on one game. I've tried. They don't let you. Don't they? Which game was uh, that? That was um, uh, Mountain Blade uh, with fire and steel, whatever it is. Oh, what was wrong with it? Nothing. I just didn't want it. Oh. <laughs> they don't. Well, I mean, you can return something to a shop within like mm. twelve days, and it's your yeah. right to do that in the UK or something. I can't remember. I mean. They're operating in the UK, they're operating in Europe, they're operating, like, all over the world. Yeah. So, I mean, just because they're not based in the UK, they should still kind of go by these rules. And I... I'm, not, I'm not just saying Steam, I mean, like, you play and other digital mm. distribution sites. So, it's just Steam is a good example because they're so big. I would say it's easy for EA to, and there is, there are Why tons easier, of... Though? Because they're a small distribution platform, they only deal with EA game, EA published games. But why does that make any difference? Because, I mean, as I said, like Amazon, how can this be the? I mean, but this is my point. This one, this one game too. That Amazon, a small, well, but freaking huge, are further behind systems like fucking Tesco's. Because okay, Tesco's is primarily based in the UK. They try that, moving into America no, and failed terribly. They didn't fail terribly. They didn't. They they they, they were doing quite well. They just they started d- to lose customers in England and things. But they, I'm not just referring to Tesco's on its own. There are loads of companies like this. Like okay, Asda, owned by Walmart, one of the biggest supermarket companies in the world. There you go. So, I mean, these companies are able to do this. How come something like Steam? Which is a but massive company how, itself. How many times have you gone back to a store and people have said, oh, you can't return this because you've already opened it. Like, with an electronic good from a electrical store. Or Amazon refusing to give back. Because they, there are stories like that all the time about this. That's never happened to me, though. And that's, like, usually I know, it, it, it may not happen, human being. It, it may not have happened to you, but it has happened to other people and many other people. It's not. It's not just, like... This has to work for every person, or else there'll be complaints, and there has to be solid foundation, or else you're going to damage or taint your reputation. If if you're saying that, if you're saying like, oh yeah, it might work for some people, it might not work for others within like a supermarket environment or something like that, it would actually be easier to make sure it worked for everyone on something like Steam, because it's, I mean, it would have to be a more automated system, and so it's just. But those systems are still run by people. There is still a very small, for the amount of, for the amount of games and the amount of customer service sent to the Steam, there is still a very small group compared with other customer service groups at bigger chains like Tesco's or any other supermarket with an online store. The thing is, still... I mean, I don't understand why you're actually like seeming against this because. Surely... I'm not against this. I'm just saying it may not work for most people and will have to take a huge amount of time for logistics to work out for every single publisher and make sure the contract's correct for every every indie publisher, every huge, big publisher like Ubisoft. Well, they should be doing it because it is technically like they our should, right yeah, to do this. Yes, it should be doing it. They could be doing it. It just takes a huge amount of time because these companies are huge and they're massive... And there's huge departments for every sort of little thing with, like, a big company. Like, it may be good, easy for indie companies such as Meet, Team Meet, and other indie groups. Um, but for bigger, bigger publishers like EA, who, who have done this for Origin, but they haven't done it for Steam yet, they, well, so with Origin, it's much easier because they are the guys who create those contracts for their own games. They're not, Something like Ubisoft, who distribute them through Steam and Gamersgate, they have yeah, to. But they don't a... distribute them through Steam. They... According to like pressions, that's not actually how it works. It's not distributed through Steam. Steam purchases those keys. They still sign a contract. Yeah, they still they sign still... a contract, but that isn't distribution through Steam. That is Steam purchasing a load of contract, like a load of keys. That means Steam, like Valve, owns those keys. So 
why? So if a com- if one little publisher doesn't agree with this, let's say Ubisoft doesn't agree, who have a huge amount of games, or Sega who don't agree with this, have a huge amount of games on Steam, what do they do? Well, that would unfortunately be Valve's problem. They're the ones that would have to sort this out because, and I mean any company like Blizzard, they should be doing this. They should be allowing for returns and things. I mean, th- think of Diablo, Diablo 3. A lot of people mm. would have wanted to return that game, and they couldn't, which is really unfair because a lot of the time with games, when they come out, it's very easy. And think about it, Warzy. I know eventually people did get refunds, mm. but that might not have happened. People might have just spent their money on a lie. And it's very hard for a company like Valve to actually monitor that like and know that every game that's being released is exactly what it is and things like that so it is really in their interest to allow for things like this because it stops them looking bad when they have to say no i mean people say oh yeah you get one chance with steam to like send like give a game back that's ridiculous but you you said you didn't want you didn't want to give back mountain blade because you didn't want it is that would is that justifiable to you well it's not just things like that though i mean you get one you get like send one thing well give one thing back to steam for one their customer service is fucking terrible anyway and you can't deny that it takes like a freaking week to get a reply from someone it's it's better than most i i I agree it's bad but it's not as bad as other support groups it's one of the worst that i've used for something like games and especially for such a kind of like how many people actually use Steam and things. But it's... If you purchase a terrible game that is kind of completely different how you thought it was going to be and things like that, or it was kind of like... Well, th- things like um, oh, the Aliens game, the Colonial Marines game, mm. stuff like that, where it's complete bollocks. And that can happen more than once. And if you're someone that actually puts trust in things, which you should be able to, I mean, it doesn't make you an idiot for, like, putting trust in games and things like that. If you're someone that does that and you get one chance to do it, that's fucking stupid. But that's like Steam I, saying, yeah, you get saying, one chance and you don't have to be an idiot again. But but you're saying, but the opinion of a game being terrible is your opinion. Because like, we said a minute ago that you don't like Skyrim or the Elder Scrolls series. If you bought the Elder Scrolls and wanted to give it back... Because you say it was a bad game. Not everyone says it's a bad game. Actually, a lot of people would disagree with you. Say it's a great game. Yeah, well, game. There, there there are certain games where and certain launches where everyone, well, the majority of people probably would agree that the game wasn't as good as it was meant to be, hmm. or was advertised as being. So, it's it's a difficult thing, but I think companies like Steam. If EA can do this, if, e- if EA, of all people, can pull their head out of their ass and do something like this, in fact, this will probably actually force other people to do it, because, I mean, of course, EA have got America's worst company, and, like, they came second place or something, didn't they? Or they yeah, came first I, place, even. I, was it first place that they came? In that, like, America's... Mm, it beat yeah, up Fox. Like, like, twice in a row. Yeah. And so, if a company like that can do something like this... And obviously, their like organization is fucking terrible. It's I... not as bad as other. I think the worst company was just a really big overstatement by people, because the people who vote in those have access to the internet. Most people who buy video games have access to the internet. They yeah. have to. So some people won't know about this award, and really, this award is kind of a joke. If oh yeah. E- if EA's winning it, then it's a joke. EA is not the worst company in the world. Well, yeah. Far from it. Well, it's in America, not the world. <laughs> well, okay, in America. There are worse companies in America. Well, yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, I think they are a bad company. They're a bad PC company. Well, th- think about their kind of standing software in, company. in the video game industry at the moment. Mm. Would you consider... Who, who do you think is worse in the video game industry at the moment for lying and kind of just being bastards? I can't think of any on top of my head. Maybe maybe like War Inc. Yeah, War Inc. Maybe, but I mean that's like an War Inc. Owned by a bigger faction, owned by um, what's his name? Um, Sergey Titov. Yeah, he he owns multiple 
company. Ah, okay. So the the per, the person the company that owns the companies that own War Inc. and the War Z and stuff, the, the company would is prob, probably worse than EA. You don't hear from these companies because they don't want to be heard from, and they well, they don't really have PR people, do they? Exactly. And the reason you hear about EA is because it's like they're multi, so huge. Well, it's a multi-billion-dollar company yeah. that has been in the, the industry for like so many years, but it's like you see a company like this doing this, and a lot of people consider Valve to be a good company, don't they? Mm. Yeah. And I, you can't deny that they are. I mean, the things that they do with kind of young professionals and things like that is good. Mm. But if you see someone like EA doing something like this, I think it probably will kind of push people like Valve and Blizzard and other companies into gear with it because it is something that's important. I think it will um, happen. It won't happen for a long, long time, though. But that's not really acceptable. It's not acceptable, but it's it's the way it works. You can't... There's nothing you can do. It's going to take a while. I mean, it, take... hasn't, it hasn't taken a while for EA. That's all I'm going to say. Prob- in, I'm just saying it probably has taken a while for EA. They probably have been working on this since probably a PR disaster like what happened with... Um, I mean, probably way... Well, probably started from the year two years ago. Um, it's just that the EA only have but, to... I mean, cons- EA only have to worry about... happened in Germany... Hmm. allowing people to trade in like software licenses yeah. and things that was a long time ago that was over a year ago i believe hmm. so that's a year and nothing's really been said by anyone like valve about it properly so well, it's kind of like well i mean if they are working on something like that the least they could do is actually let people know i i agree with you but there's if it was a different company, not Valve, they would have to worry about share shareholders and stuff, which if Valve, who are dealing with companies like Ubisoft and Sega, I give Ubisoft being the top of my head, there's probably other huge other companies, they still, they are owned by shareholders and they have, in, they, they yeah, are just... Shareholder, yeah, the shareholders aren't above the law. They're not above the law. That they, they, you know that every business has a shady side to them. So well, yeah, but they aren't. They, there's gonna be there's soon. There's gonna be no way that they can avoid this anyway, because as more people are finding out about this, more people are like, "Well, why can't we do it yet?" And people have been talking about this quite a bit, hmm. and especially since they have done this, is gonna get loads of people talking because it's a surprise. It's not. It's gonna be as big as talk pipe pipe. From business moguls and people, because EA own the own the distribution service, EA have complete control over Origin. It's not like some, and they are the only people I think that publish right now on, on Origin, apart from a few indies. I think, and I think they are expanding, but I don't know. Well, from the from the or, or, uh, article yourself, it only says EA games. So this is yeah. EA. It's EA publishing on that EA control service. Well, that's not necessarily true. I don't know. That's from one article. Okay. So it's it's difficult. Other things are saying full refunds. So like, it's really difficult to know if it's actually just EA games mm. or not. And I mean, still, EA produced a whole lot of games, and not all of them are very good. So I like. This is going to stick out just because it's EA and because they've got a lot of shit recently, with for, like for good reason. But it's a turning point, and hopefully it's a good turning point because I mean I like some of the games that EA make, and I don't want them to be assholes. And it, if they've actually learned their lesson, then that's a good thing. But I I think other companies should adopt this, and I'm I'm not sure if it would take that long to do, because I mean companies that are set up set things like this up really quickly just because it's digital doesn't mean it should be any harder it's really people being awkward making it harder that's the problem yeah when okay let's go to a smaller example something like gamersgate they still they still let me just get a whole list because i actually got the internet i can actually go to gamersgate and see who publish on Gamersgate? Paradox or one? Um, THQ used to. 
I can see Paradox actually allowing refunds though. Yeah, I'm not. Just, I'm not just, saying that Gamescape uh, that Paradox wouldn't want this, but I'm just saying that there's a huge amount, still a huge amount of um, publishers, even indie developers, even indie developers we know are pretty not really notorious, but are known for having no PR at all and no one behind and hardly the actual person programming it behind all these contracts and things with um, publishing publishing people. They still would have to sign something like this, saying yes, we 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 will allow refunds for of our software. So well, yeah, well, it's it's not to do with them allowing refunds. It's the fact that it's the law. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, I know it's to do with their contracts, but it is the law in Europe, and I mean, eventually it will probably come to the point where it will either be you can't sell your game in this region. Or you offer refunds for a certain period of time after buying the game. I yeah, mean, I don't uh, think I don't think it should be like a refund. Like you can just send it back whenever. I think it should be like seven days or even less. Like, I mean, even twenty four hours. Because I mean, you can get a good idea of whether a game is like disappointing or just damn terrible. I mean, you can send stuff back on Amazon or something like that well, simply because um, you ordered the wrong thing or you didn't want it anymore. Most, I would say most of the time with Amazon, you're dealing with UK companies. With Steam, you're dealing with mostly very a wide range of countries. You're dealing with the US com- companies. You're dealing with uh, foreign companies. Um from all around the world with Amazon most of the time the things you purchase yes they're from they're, they they are made by a company that's over in America the, the item itself is not made in America most of the time it's being sold in the UK by a UK holder you do realise any items fulfilled by Amazon all of the refund process goes through Amazon do you know where Amazon started? Amazon started in the US, but they have different branches in different yeah, areas, well, well, like so .co.uk and yeah, well, .com. So, yeah, well, so do most development companies and most publishers and things. Oh, no, 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 no. Region no, no. doesn't matter. There's no region on the internet. There's no... That's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem, Garbutt. The How problem is that the problem? Because these companies... They, the, the companies are based in the US. Their, their offices are in the US. Yeah, but they're selling things in the UK and in Europe. That doesn't... Like... If you're selling things, it's similar with tax. If you're selling things within a certain country, you have to pay import taxes and things like that on it. Say you're selling, like, tobacco, and you want to have it imported into a country, you've got to pay the taxes on it. Just because your country is based in... Well, just because your company is based in a different country doesn't mean you have to avoid the laws of the place you're trying to sell the product but this in. But this, this is digital. There is no import tax for digital goods. Oh, yeah, there aren't so... import taxes on other goods, but just because it's digital doesn't make it any different. It still costs money that people have to earn... It, it's the same. Just because it's digital doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any... Yes, it doesn't make any difference, but it has made difference because it's so new. There aren't these laws... Because there aren't these laws for other software, like, I don't know about Adobe, but other you're, you're, even you're saying, teeny tiny software. You're saying it's so new. I mean... It's new how, in the broad... How... Sc- broad in the wide scheme of things. Yes, yeah, so is e-commerce, though. Exactly. And e-commerce, you're able to send things back quite easily. On most products, yes, there are still companies and that have problems with this. And even though they are technically breaking the law, it is hard to get lawsuits on these companies. I'm saying that being digital and being worldwide to the point that it's almost unlimited to our perspective, it is difficult for even a, even a huge law firm to keep up with these things. It doesn't make any difference, though. You're you're saying, like, yeah, it's digital. Yeah, I get that. So some people, that might make a difference. And Mm. region might make a difference. But you're selling within a country. And you go by those countries' laws. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to sell there. And eventually, if this keeps up, that's probably what's going to happen. Because it's the law. (laughs) These are big companies. They're not little companies that can avoid things like this. I mean, fucking Valve, how are they meant to avoid something like this? They run the biggest, like, DRM system online. So how are they meant to actually get around something like that? Eventually, they're going to have to do it. They're not outright avoiding it. We don't... They are not releasing public announcements. They could be sending these private announcements. We don't know. There are still... 
things that are hidden under uh, under the table. Yeah, but that... it should have been done by now. It, yes, it should have been done by now. It's still it's incredibly difficult to do these things, and it could take a year. It could take two. It all matters about public changing contracts, having every single developer and publisher agree with it, which which takes time. Anyway, I think we that, should move on from this. That doesn't mean what they're doing is right, though. No, I'm not just, saying... Just because it takes time, it should have been done. Yes, it should have been... it's, it's the law. I mean, <laughs> with anything else, people wouldn't get away with saying, oh, we didn't have time. I mean, there's been plenty of time. It's more, it's been ages. There... I'm, I'm sure there is other companies that do this. I'm just going to say we need to move on and... Well, I'm not. I was using Valve as an example. Hmm. I also use Blizzard as an example because Blizzards are assholes about it. They just don't even talk to people. They're just like, "Yeah, you bought it. It's yours now. Go away. I don't want to talk to you anymore." They are essentially like Sergey Titov. Hmm. But let's please move on. What do we have left? Oh, God, we have Sims. Sims. We still have Sims. Oh God. Anyway, uh, Sims Four. Uh, was well, it was announced a few months back, and now it's been officially shown off at Gamescon, uh, with one gameplay trailer and a few talks from the EA press conference. Basically, what this game is is building upon Sim, the Sims franchise, um, like any other sequel would do, but interesting ways. They've changed the whole way you build your character. They're changing the way. Well. They change somewhat the way that the the players interact with other another. The Sims themselves interact with one another, and um, teeny tiny things. Um, so, Gamble, what do you think about this? Let's have a drink. Um, I don't care about Sims that much. <laughs> I I played Sims busting out, and that was about it. Uh, I'm glad that it'll be it'll be able to run on low spec machines. Because it means everyone can play Sims. So I'll actually yeah. talk about what what they've added then. Well, all I really know about this is they're going to make it run on shit computers. Yeah. Um, which, so which I don't really care about. What they've added to The Sims is a completely customizable Sim. You can actually change any aspect of your Sim. Unlike it's any, taken but, them a while. It's it's a huge technology step because you're mess, messing with polygons and that can hugely huge problems. So they've removed sli- sliders completely and you actually edit the model itself. Oh. So you actually pull... It's basically like playing with clay, basically. You pull the nose out and it's longer. That's and you probably pull it like a simpler way to do it as well. Instead yeah, of using sliders to change every single little aspect. It's a simpler <laughs> way to do it, but probably, there's probably a technology problem with... Um, with still with calculating the position and making sure that the player does not break the game. Um, it's probably quite well, easy, from... but they, they just probably put like limits in the parameters. Yeah, I well, I don't know the technical details. There hasn't been a technical announcement. I, know. I mean, they managed to do of... things like this in like Spore, so they should Spore... be able to do it with this. Uh, Spores. I I would say I would agree yeah, no, with you, much, with be, you saying it'll, that Spore it'll, it'll was not more... a good example. It'd probably be much more complicated than Spore, but think about when that came out. I mean, this is... It can't be too difficult. It's going to be a better way than Sliders, though. Sliders always make stuff look really goofy. God, why doesn't um, the game ever use Sliders? <laughs> you can change the height of your cheekbones, Liam. Would you moving like to on, do that? They, they've changed... They've redone, completely redone the AI system... By adding moods, so a sim has now has mood feels like confident was one um, shown in the demo, inspired, depressed, and angry and stuff like that, all based on how other sims interact with each other. So, for example, a, a one sim can make another sim depressed. I think the example they gave was playing sad violin music. I don't know if that was exaggerated or. Does, thing, it, but does it actually like change the game much though? Yeah, it changes how other Sims interact. You know, in past games, Sims kind of interact so with each other. D- does it mean you can like piss people off and things? Yeah. So oh, one. Of the, so you can so, make enemies. Yeah, and the I way they did game. it, 
they the way they did it was one sim made another sim depressed, and so they then went off and made a voodoo doll of that sim and then attacked it and made Were it. There are monkey butlers in this one. I remember those monkey butlers in one of them. Uh, they haven't given any details about monkey butlers. No. Oh damn it! But that's the biggest news they have to give. Um. So yeah, the, the whole demo, the whole gameplay trailer was around um getting a woman. Basically, that's why they were all after this woman. So that's why the one sim made this other sim depressed, and then the voodoo doll was made so he would get angry and start attacking the woman, and then he buggered off, and then the other man came in and picked up the girl. So basically, and... they've made a game where you can toy with like AI emotions. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I want to play Sims now. <laughs> I mean, you could build yourself a little fancy house, and then you can, like, make people get depressed. Yep. This this sounds like the perfect family game. Because, I mean, Sims are kind of, like, usually, like, quite young, aren't they? Like, the age limits on Sims. Uh, yes. Have a look at what Sims 3 was. Sims 3 is free, I think. Free plus. Yeah, so, I, I hope Sims 4 doesn't push that up at all. With like making people depressed to make voodoo dolls and things. Uh, one of the moods, also one of the moods, is flirty. I don't oh, know how it was. It was teen in America. I don't know what that uh, is. <laughs> that is uh, seven plus, I think. Um, anyway, teen. Yeah, T for teen. T for teen was seven plus to twelve in UK. Anyway, at the end of the this trailer, is an American thing though. Yeah, T for teen. There's T for teen, E for everyone, and R rated. Uh, at the end of the trailer, the um, sim shows shows the woman her rocket. His rocket, I mean. Ooh. And that's the end of the trailer, and the last mood is shown being passionate. So you can probably guess what's happening there. Oh. So yeah, that was a demo given to Sims 4. Um, apart from that, there wasn't really much news given. It, teen is 13 years and up, Liam. Is it for UK? No, this was an American rating. Oh. They didn't on um thing on uh, Wikipedia. There wasn't a thing. Well, in England, we just have ages, don't we? Peggy just yeah. has ages. Yeah, oh, Sims. Like, it'll, see... it'll probably be thirteen or something. Anyway, um, so the the um tagline in this is sounding like new. Let me just find the tagline. It is new. <laughs> it is. The tagline is new emotions, new smarts, new sims. Um, they they talk. They didn't say what engine this is working on. It's unlikely it's Glassbox after what happened last time. Um, so this is probably a brand new engine. Uh, the game looks good. Uh, the character they aren't the, the sims themselves aren't detailed, but they're given enough life that they the animation can still show a lot of um, emotion through them. Than other game. Than other, well, it looks better than the last Sims games. Basically, it doesn't look amazing, and really, who wants a Sim game looking like something running off the Frostbite free engine? Because that would just look, that would just look too realistic and too, just not would not look nice in a Sims game. I so found we, it, Liam. We, <laughs> it's twelve in the UK. Is it okay? Twelve and upwards. That's Sims three, so that was like, Sims busting out was I think twelve as well. I think. Anyway, um... I don't think they can ID a 12-year-old anyway, so... <laughs> no. I don't think it really matters. Um... So that is Sims 4. No informa- no more information really given out apart from small details. They haven't given the information if the sliders are still in Sims, if you can actually position tweak your Sim out or not. Um, you might get like options to do it. It might yeah. be like, do you really want to customize this, or do you really want to customize well, this? Well, no, no, the, the customization is key to Sims. So yeah, I know. You're but gonna I mean, have. To... It, it might be like people who really can't be bothered to make everything change and be really perfect. Because I mean, like with a lot of games, you get that. Like you get presets and things, don't you? I mean, mm. there, there might just be an easier way to do it if people find it too complicated. Yeah, I mean, you um, could end up. I I can imagine if it is like uh, change position polygons that you could really fuck up quite easily. It's n- it's not changing 
one polygon, it's changing a whole yeah, I know it. preset. Plot. I know you're stretching shit and yeah. molding it. Which well, no, no, no. imagine look, what you can do. Look, just go, look at the um. That's what trailer. I've done. Oh, so you've seen them, ch- seen them change the nose, change the buttocks, and yeah. In the demo, in the in the actual com- uh, conference, they changed showing basically everything from boobs to face. It's extremely, eyes. it's extremely easy to make like any character creation thing when you've got enough choice. It's really easy to make anything ugly, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, unless you're good at it. I mean, I was never good at it. I always made my character look like a fucking weirdo. It's like, I know what I want them to look like. Oh no, what have I done? In every game, like, when I... Like, uh, a, um example being, like, the Saint, Saints Row. Like, my Saints Row 3 character looked exactly like every Saints Row character from the trailers, so... Yeah, well, they pretty much all did. Unless yeah. you, like, gave yourself weird coloured skin and things, because there really wasn't much choice No. with Saints Row. But then that game isn't really about custom... Like... Really, it's not about customization and things, is it? It is to a point, but yeah, not as huge but... as the Sims. Well, no. Well, Sims is, like, a simulation, isn't it, almost? Mm. I mean, it's a, it, it's it's a very... It's... It's changed from, like, the initial idea. Yeah. But it's... it's... Uh, the initial idea was basically clone GTA. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should wrap up here, because we're reaching the hour point. We've gone past the hour point. We've gone past the hour point. We're reaching <gasps> the hour and ten point. Hey! Oh, yeah. Dead Island. There's going to be a MOBA called Dead Island Epidemic. There Please you go. Please don't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Why on. not? Because I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it, but we didn't talk about it. Because we missed out last week, because you, you just thought it was so terrible. Yeah, I'm really... I don't want to talk about a bunch of images that don't show much of the game. That's because they're going to end up any good. I, I really don't care about the images. It's more that they're actually making a MOBA out of Dead Island, which just sounds hilarious. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway... I this that's the end of the Great Garbison podcast. I have been Liam, and over oh, there has been Garbit. I I've just like forced you to do the outro, and yeah. you hated every moment of it. Check it out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Great Garbison. If you've got any questions, you can email us at greatgarbison at gmail dot com. Or uh, leave comments in the vi- in the video if you're watching it on YouTube, or leave a review on iTunes. You can do that. That's a thing you can do. Farewell, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>